Last week on the Graveyard Tapes... I came to work, but Valentine was missing. So I went to find him. That's about it, really. Are you kidding? Tons of stuff happened. I showed up to give Valentine a crazy MacGuffin called the Book of the Thief. Threadripper went all true detective mode and took me to a coffee shop in a pocket dimension where an ancient god with a love of caffeine helped us out. And then we found out Valentine was probably hunting a monster in yet another pocket dimension. But we got waylaid by faceless weirdos with needle fingers, if you can believe it. And oh yeah! Some stage magician named Jackie Smoke showed up and put on a big show and supposedly saved us from the needle finger monsters. But I totally had it under control. Just say it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and Riza was reading a lesbian western and wearing stuff from L.L. Bean. Uh, I feel like that element was only introduced for a cheap laugh. That's only because the laughs are going to be way more expensive for this part. Everything costs so much these days. The spooky needle-fingered faceless things are gone, whisked away by Jackie Smoke's mirror trick. Even so, Eris keeps up her shadow spell, staring with suspicion at Jackie. Eris! Come on! That's Jackie Smoke! She's on our side! She just alliced the bad guys into Wonderland! I know who she is. A street magician who wastes her power entertaining the non-magical world, and everybody loves her. She makes a mockery of what the rest of us street magicians have to contend with. Am I making a mockery of magic? Or are you just upset because another street magician has a respectable career? Respectable? You risked our being seen by anyone in the area. What if someone caught your stunt on their phone? Magic goes from the stage to being real, and I'm sure you can guess how long it would take before people break out the torches and the pitchforks. Oh, please. I just thought you summon a giant shadow wolf. People don't recognize actual magic when it's right in front of their faces. David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear, and everyone thought it was an illusion. Wait, David Copperfield's a real magician, too? Oh, I knew it! Anyway, thanks for the save. But we have to find Valentine. Sign me up. He got me out of a bad situation with some ghouls back when I barely understood what magic was. Where do we start? Well, our best lead right now is a pocket dimension where some kind of grief monster is hiding out. So, what's he after? As far as we know, he's trying to track down an artifact, and it sounds like he has to go through an Algea to get it. Where exactly, we don't know. I have a contact who can help us track down a pocket dimension. They're at the last round. I want to help. I owe Valentine, so consider me at your disposal. Fine. You can tag along, but if you're helping us, you gotta remember this isn't one of your shows. We stay under the radar. No mirrors or making elephants appear unless we know there aren't any normies in play. Deal? Magic Girl Scout's honor. Ugh, God, so cheesy. (laughs) Now how do we know your friend will be at the last round right now? Trust me, they're something of a fixture at the bar. The last round. Valentine's second favorite bar in the Queen City. And definitely a place where I've had to magic him off the floor at the end of a night. It's a place where the supernatural beings go when they want to drink with their own kind. Street magicians are not unwelcome here, as long as they behave and pay. Jackie leads us into the crowd of creatures pressing up to the bar and slips into a booth at the back. 
An old cathode ray tube TV is mounted on the wall like a mini jukebox. Jackie inserts a coin into the small slot above the UHF dial and gives the side of the set a good slap. A tech pixie with a terrible 80s mullet fizzes into existence on the screen. They blink sleepily, taking us in. Hey, check it out. Eris the Feisty, Threadripper the Brave. They dice, they slice, they julienne. So many easy payments for only the length of your days. Very funny, HD. I need your help. Hey! Whoa! <coughs> Sorry, a little bit of static there. The old electron gun isn't what that used to be. <laughs> Please, don't change the channel. Operators are standing by. What the... Jackie, who is this? This is HD. He had this great idea before the internet took off. He wanted to hop from device to device. So he could encode parts of his mind into a broadcast signal and record the rest of his data on a pile of VHS tapes. But the tapes got moldy and somebody threw them out. Always make a backup of your backup, kids. Never know when you'll accidentally explode your own machine. Yeah, that's never happened. He can't get himself back into the regular world, so he just makes his home on any TV he's compatible with. Of course, there aren't so many analog TV sets these days. Oh, yuck. Analog? Yep. Hazards of sailing the signal. Platform changes. The old tech is abandoned. Sheesh. Now I'm stuck on this eroding island. How do you know who I am? Have we met? Brave Threadripper, come on down. Hailing from the hazy mist of the past, don't let this pint-sized pixie fool you people. She's got research skills like you've never seen. She's here to play. Let's find Valentine. offensive to some viewers, but viewer discretion is advised. Hold on. Hey folks, don't know what to do with yourself on a Friday night? Nothing playing at your local cinema? Well, We've got the entertainment options you're looking for at Blockbuster Video on South Albert. Yeah, that's right. Remember, Blockbuster for the best rentals anywhere. We'll bet your eternal soul on it. The image snaps into focus. Valentine is sneaking down an aisle with Riza's oversized chrome-plated revolver. Real pretty in a deadly kind of way. Suddenly, a ginormously tall, pale woman with starved features sweeps into view behind him. The Algea sniffs the air, swinging her head back and forth as if she's caught the scent of prey. 
She turns, staring directly at us, then emits a loud screech. The TV falls off his mounting and hits the table hard. Picture goes dead. HD waves at us from the cracked screen. Ouch! That's gonna be a headache. And I'm 95% head. Gonna have to see if someone can do something about that. So, Valentine's at the local Blockbuster? Did that place close down years ago? The Algea must have shifted it into a pocket dimension. I guess it's like Roka Jacks if the decaffeinated god loved bad movies instead of coffee. What are we waiting for? Let's go already. Hey, you. Stage magic. You coming with? I wouldn't miss it. Where we're going? We're not fighting a bunch of needled-fingered weirdos you can trick with mirrors. It's not some dinner hour show at the casino. We're going into something's lair. Jackie pulls a deck of cards from her hip pocket. With a small spark of magic, she launches one, two, three cards at a dartboard. The cards slam into the board with a nice thunk and cut deep. With a snap of her fingers, the cards shoot back into the deck. Last I checked, street magicians don't need a reason to pick a fight. I'm in. Eris looks at the dartboard, back to me. I shrug and look back at Jackie. Works for me. The Blockbuster video has been gone for years, but the building is still there, converted into a strip mall plaza. Empty storefronts advertising tax services and one-hour tans greet us as we pull up in Eris's vehicle. Do you feel it? Yeah, it, it feels like static. My sister might be able to find a way in. Sis? For a new white block, sis. I have a little spell for this kind of occasion. I call it lies and truth. Is... is that an actual wand? Seriously, Smoke. It gets the job done. Eris's shadow sister ripples across the pavement, seeking out the contours of the pocket universe. Jackie traces a circle in the air with her wand. She is so cool. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I pull out my phone and start tracing the source of this strange staticky signal. It's strongest at the entrance to a defunct travel agency. Hold on to your hard drives, everyone! We got something! I pull out a handful of coffee grounds from Roka Jacks and trace symbols on the doorway. The empty storefront dissolves. In its place is the old blockbuster. A window is papered over, the overhead sign is cracked in places and smeared with grime. Flies dance to the buzz of the flickering fluorescent light. We open the door as gently as we can. Hundreds of discarded VHS and DVD cases are strewn all over the floor. Some of the stands are destroyed, the signs of a magical battle. Eris and her sister take point. We find Valentine, we get out. No need to fight unless we have to. No holding up for a hero. Got it. Ah, three more meals. Such a wonderful night this has been. Stay behind us, you two. Pixie, Shadow, and Clown. Hmm. Wait. Screw this. Jackie launches a flurry of cards at the Algea with lightning speed. The Algea picks them from the air and fans them out into a hand. Are we playing cards? Are you the dealer? You dealt a terrible hand. Don't leave the stage for the card tables, my dear. 
<clears throat> I am Threadripper of the Queen City Supernaturals. Back a pound of the pixies. Sort of. Look, we're just here to collect our friend. Let us leave with him, and we'll let you get back to watching Bridges of Madison County for the 50 bazillionth time. No, no, no. You've interrupted my dinner. And for that, you'll be joining it. The Algea dismisses us with a wave and starts rooting through a pile of dusty copies of the First Wives Club in Greece, too. She reaches in and pulls Valentine up by the arm, cradling him like a child. I close my eyes and reach my senses out to him. I can feel a small spark of his magic still inside. <gasps> He's still alive! A little! Think you can save him? I just need time! Can you and Eris maybe... What? Put on a show this monster won't soon forget. Let's do it. Hey you! Disturbingly tall monster! We're here for Valentine and we aren't leaving without him. Can't you wait until I'm finished with this one? Do you really think you can fight a goddess? You bet! Jackie launches her entire deck of cards at the Algea. Eris breaks left, her shadow breaks right, morphing into its wolf shape. The Algea, more annoyed than anything, starts batting at the cards as they whirl and dive-bomb. Eris and her sister strike in a pincer attack. I fly through the chaos put my hands on Valentine's temples. He's in there. I just need to find him. I dive deeper through and chase after the source of that spark I sensed earlier. In the swirling currents of information, I sense a stable point and grab on. It's carrying me somewhere, buffeting me back and forth like a wind tunnel. I just need to hold on. Suddenly, I'm not in the blockbuster. I'm in an apartment. Hardwood floors, an old fireplace from the 30s lined with blue painted brick and Christmas tree lights along the baseboards. A social distortion poster tacked on the wall. Part of me recognizes the place. A ritual went badly here at one point. It's Valentine's old home. Ripper! How'd you sneak in here? Valentine! And Katarina? They're lying on the couch together, picking through a bowl of popcorn and watching a campy horror flick. Valentine looks... unscarred. A little less rough. He picks me up from the floor and gives me a massive hug. And it kind of squishes my wings a little bit. In what world does Valentine hug people? It's even stranger than seeing Katarina. That's been ages, isn't it? Dinner's almost ready. Me and Kat were just about to grab a plate. You're welcome to join us. You're Threadripper? Vince told me all about you. I'm so glad we're finally meeting. Oh, uh, ditto. Me too. Come into the kitchen. We've got butter chicken and fresh nan. Valentine? You want a whole piece of the nan? You can wear it like a little warm cape if you're not hungry. Valentine. What's up, Ripper? I've come to get you out. Out of what? Dinner? Out of this weird fake reality. Need you to wake up before the algae eats you alive. Algae? What are you, what are you going on about? Not algae. Algea. Thread, I'm always happy to see you, but my world isn't fake just because I left magic behind. You know, I almost ended up summoning a demon once. I thought better of it. Went into the trades, became a mechanic. Finally got married to Cat. Was saving up for a house in the cathedral neighborhood. No, this this isn't your life. Really? Because sometimes I lie awake and think about what could have happened if I'd continued down that path. Cat wouldn't have stayed with me, that's for sure. 
I'd have ended up as another one of those street magicians, always on the outside. I'm sorry, Valentine. It looks like you have a nice life here, but you need to face the truth. Oh, come on, Ripper. What truth? That you screwed up. That you got cat-possessed by a demon named Vossary. That you had to get Anne to give you magical tattoos just so you could continue to use magic without destroying everyone around you. Tattoos? I mean, I keep meaning to get one, but I can never decide on the right one. Maybe me and Kat can get matching ink for our anniversary. Wow, your dream world is a lot cheesier than I expected. I don't know what to say, Thread. I'm off the magic. Sounds to me like you should cut back a bit yourself. Huh, a pixie. Cutting back on magic. Good one. Finn, do you remember Riza? GD? Zero Day? What kind of wanker calls themselves Zero Day? Look, Ripper, I'm done with all that stuff. You're the only one I've kept in touch with from those days. You can stay for dinner, but no more of this talk, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, what was your wedding song? You know, when you and Kat walked down the aisle? Sure you two decided on something. I, I don't recall exactly. Packable's Cannon, maybe? Ugh, really? A Valentine I know and love would have played a Dead Kennedys record. Who was your best man? Just some mate of mine from the garage. Oh, really? Where was I then? Why was I at this so-called wedding? Oh, don't be jealous, Ripper. You know you're my best man. After Katarina was possessed, you cut ties with most of the normal world. You said the door was closed at that point. Please, Ripper. Don't do this. Finn, you can't live here. There are people in the real world who rely on you. Riza, Zero, Ant, we all need you. This is just a memory of a dream. It's done. It's over. Code complete. You need to wake up. I'll bring Cat back with us, Thread. I can save her. There's nothing to bring back. It's all smoke. The Algea will consume your sorrow until there's nothing left of you. Now come back to the people who need you. Come back to me. I need a moment. Hey, Cat. Yeah? I, uh... I have to run out and grab... some smokes. What are you talking about? You haven't had a cigarette in years. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Are you okay? You look shaken up. What's going on here? You remember the day we got married, Kat? Of course. Who was my best man? What? Are you serious? My best man? Who was it? Why are you quizzing me? Just having a bit of memory lapse, I guess. It was... some mate of yours. From the garage. I'll tell you what I remember. It was the greatest day of my life. Never seen you so beautiful. Never thought I was allowed to be so happy. And now I'm thinking maybe I'm not allowed to be happy after all. Maybe I'll never get there. That's okay. Ben, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying I need to run out. And get some smokes. I'm coming back. And when I do, Vassary's going to regret that she ever crossed us. And Vassary will kill you, Finn. I guess we'll find out. Goodbye. Okay. Valentine! <gasps> Thread! You found me! I did! I really did! Is that. Is that Jackie Smoke? Jackie, Eris, and her sister are still fighting the Algea, but it's a losing battle. The Algea is simply dodging their attacks, weaving back and forth. She grabs Eris through the shadows, hauling the street magician off her feet. 
Eris grits her teeth, smashing her shadows against the Algea. The creature draws back a vicious set of claws. I grab my phone and punch in as many programs as I can to disorient the deity. That's not enough. Before she strikes, another spell interrupts her. A torrent of fire hits the Algea full on, sending her fleeing for cover from the sudden attack. Valentine drops his duster to the ground, every tattoo alight with a magic I've never seen in him before. Do you have any idea what you did to me? I made you a nice comfy prison where you could have spent the last moments of your life in mindless bliss. The price of escape? You just walk away from your deepest wish. When I finally eat you whole, it's going to be so satisfying. Valentine calls up his wings, but this time, one wing is blazing with magical fire while the other is ethereal cold. Bolts of current spit and spark from his hands. Yeah, and I'm gonna pay you back for every moment! Ho ho ho! You think you can fix this? Go ahead and enjoy your broken world. You're still alone. Cat's still possessed. No peace, no justice, no glory. There's nothing. No, there's me. Valentine calls forth a maelstrom of ice and fire from his wings, a vortex of pure power that I didn't know was possible from him. Twin blasts hit the Algea and consume her in pure crystalline flame. She crumbles to the ground. Guess I didn't need Reza's weapon after all. Valentine sorts through her remains and picks out a pack of cigarettes. He rips off the cellophane and flips open the lid, smiling at the dull orange glow coming from within the pack. An original pack of Inspiration Cigarellos. Special editions. Dipped in murder buzz. Light one of these to your next incantation and you'll draw on the power of a god. What do you know? You were running out for a pack of smokes. Great! Now can we get out of this pocket, Blockbuster? Yeah. If I spend any more time here, they're gonna make me pay my late fines. Well? That was unpleasant. Understatement of the week. I'm wiped. I say we all need a good coffee. A real strong one. My treat. I could use some caffeine. I have so many questions for you, Valentine. When did you start using tattoo magic? It has been a while, hasn't it? It's a long story, but considering you two pulled me out, I suppose I owe you. I could use a bite, too. We'll go ahead. Come on, stage magic, Jackie. Let's go get a table at Roka's. Hey, Fred. What? Just wanted to say thanks. You really suck for what you just did. You know that, right? Yeah. I know. Like, really, really suck. Like, like that Atari game? The one that was so bad they buried all the copies in a landfill? That's how much you suck. You know, that one's collectible now, right? No jokes, Valentine. Not right now. You've vanished. You thought you were taking on all this responsibility and squaring up some ledger in your mind? But you skipped out on the ones who've loved you the most. You skipped out on me. I know, Fred. I know, and I'm sorry. And I know I say this a lot, but it wasn't my best moment. Maybe I've been having a lot of them lately. I don't say this near often enough, but... My best mate, 
You see the best in me when there isn't much good to see at all. Yeah, I went off on my own. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, I near got myself killed over something that wasn't real, but you came for me anyway. I can never thank you enough for that. Just figuring out what to do after I, you know, let go. It's going to be hard. I can't promise I'm not going to slide back, but I'll do my best. I'll try not to run off on my own to make you worry. And if I do, you can kick my sorry rear until it gets through to my head. I'll probably fall flat on my face a million times. But with you by my side, I might just be able to keep getting up. You've got my back, even when I don't deserve it. So, thanks, mate. And if I ever do tie the knot, you will be my best man. Guaranteed. <laughs> Jerk. Yeah, but I'm your jerk. Now let's go join our friends. Hey, how is it you never told me you knew Jackie Smoke? Never came up, did it? Never came up? I went and saw her show last month. I have a signed picture of her. I even showed it to you. I guess I really am a jerk. <laughs> you know, Valentine, this could be the middle of a beautiful friendship.